there's one guy in the Scott Fishbowl who uh, he had the 11th pick, and he stuck into the 12th pick group chat. It was just getting like everybody's consensus of where they were headed. Their <laughs> and then he finally got felt out. Got him. People these nice. Days. Proud of him. Uh, so I wish I wish I was smart enough to think of something like that, but hey. Here we go. Welcome to Just the Tip, a fantasy football podcast with your tippers, Matt Dispatch. These are just our tips, so take them easy, take them hard. It's up to you. Right, the tagless Haynes. Most bizarre Haynes brief I've, that, that there's ever been. And Matt, Pi, or Regan. Yeah, I hear you, and I definitely would take the shot on it because you'd be dumb not to. Coming to you from the heart of New England. Get ready to take some tips. And welcome in, takers, to Just the Tip, a fantasy football podcast. We are recording July 12th, 2022. Happy birthday to my sister, Becca. Cupcake. Aw, cupcake. Uh, Sorry. Why did she celebrate in twenty second, twenty third birthday? I don't know. We're all getting Jesus. Old. I can't even remember. It's like seventeen still. It's got to be. <laughs> I know. I know. It's crazy, but yeah, it's good to be alive. So happy birthday to her. And Ryan it is not your birthday. Still a few months out, but how you doing, Ryan? Hope you're having a I'm good doing, week. I'm doing good, man. Having a good week. I've been off. I uh, had no idea we were recording until about 30 seconds into the recording. So that was that was oh, nice. over really? here sipping my tea and enjoying life. Your tea is yeah, it ice, okay. iced tea or what, what do you what kind of tea? Earl Grey? No, nah, some lemon ginger, you know, oh. had a little had a little indigestion after dinner. So I just needed to, to settle, settle the storm. Didn't want any weird hey, sound effects coming from this well. end. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna take the time to edit that out. <laughs> It'll be a new sound drop, though. Don't expect it. Hi, <laughs> Regan. How you doing, man? Oh, you know what? I'm pretty good. You guys know that feeling you get when you guys get to pick draft positions, and you're all excited, and then you pick them, and then you get the worst pick in the world. <laughs> That's me. No, <laughs> no, I, I don't know that. <laughs> I always get like back end like I, i'm in a 10 team keeper league uh, like the, bringing up the rear this, huh yeah i'm blast i was like to oh man it's a uh, super flex and stuff like that quarterback's gonna be gone studs are already gonna be kept it's a joke oh well uh, don't need uh, money this year it's a good spot don't worry uh much better than our spot on uh scott fishbowl lately so uh, we are in the Scott Fishbowl. If you don't know what that is, check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We explain it there. It'd be easier to read it for you. Just a tip, FFP. Uh, basically, this guy started this 12 years ago. Giant uh, fantasy league for charity, toys for tots and stuff. Uh, great, great stuff. A lot of analysts and fans. Uh, so it's great for us to be a part of it. And we are just just starting the fourth round. We just made our picks before we started recording. So, uh, Ryan, well, 
what was what was our first two picks? First two picks, it's uh, it's super flex. So we went Josh Allen with the with the one one, and mm. then landed Kirk Cousins at two twelve. So I I couldn't be more happy about that. I don't know about you boys. Uh, Regan could be more happy because we missed uh, his boy by one. You all right over there, Regan? Yeah, Matthew Stafford will not be on my team this year, and it's okay because I'll just get him in the rest. All right. <laughs> yeah. Then uh, literally before we started recording, we took like an hour to decide <laughs> if we're going running back, receiver, two receiver, running back, running back. So we took Aaron Jones and Leonard Fournette. Uh, get the PPR and first down points. So we'll see. Yeah, we're this close, crazy. this close to taking Barkley. So I don't know. I probably would have to have you guys uh, pick it for me. I couldn't press the button. The I, I almost sold you guys. <laughs> you I almost, almost sold did. you on Barkley. You Hell almost yeah. did. So uh, this third round reversal is crazy, man. The third round reversal, first time ever doing it, and uh, um, I'm not liking it. Not we'll see. first. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Much better to be on the back end the way you like it, Regan. So, <laughs> uh, but with that, let's get into Haynes. Your briefs here. Speaking of back end, let's go. And the drop's not working. All right. Well, cool. my my first question, while the drop is going to to start going while I'm talking. Is uh, Mac? I know you. You have kind of had the exclusive uh, Scott Fish experience, and we're kind of just along for the ride. So, what are the most shocking picks that you've seen so far across these leagues? Uh, so nothing in our league is too shocking. We had Matt Ryan go in the third, uh, which I bit of a reach, but I saw somebody post. I did not verify. I did not go to their league. That's the cool thing about this. You could see what everybody else's division and how their drafts are going. Hmm. Somebody took Traylon Burks with the first overall. Yes. Pick. <laughs> Is his ADPs like six round picks? So, yeah. Uh, bold or stupid, Regan? Bold strategy, Cotton. <laughs> mm-hmm. If only this fucking sound drop thing was working. Come on. Not today, Junior. I'll <laughs> refresh the page. So, uh, yeah, that's about all I've seen. Uh, some people, uh, somebody got a uh, Justin Jefferson in the fourth round. So that quite what quite crazy that he dropped that low. Yeah, that one I did verify. So holy shit, that's awesome. That guy's yeah. gonna win it all. Could be in that. If it's not, if it's not us, I hope it's him. <laughs> uh, there you go. I know in the, the guy, past. There yeah, a bit. Sorry, off back, but I know in the past people have like had these weird bets to take kickers first. Uh, mm. so I so I was wondering, I didn't know if you had seen that yet, but Traylon Burks is, I think, is just as crazy as uh, as a kicker, just as crazy. I know you have to start a kicker, you do not have to start Traylon Burks, so <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully he he comes back for him. Uh, yeah. I don't know what else. Uh, what else we got? Well, uh, we did get some news on the Deshaun Watson front, or not really official news, but but more of rumors. Uh, so 
what's that guy's name? Tony Rizzo. Not sure who he is or what he does. I tried to look him up on Twitter. He didn't really have much in the description to tell me what he's affiliated with, but he reports that from a credible source, he's hearing four to six game suspension for Deshaun Watson. This would be huge news for the Browns and all Mm -hmm. skill players that play for the Browns. Uh, You know, and, and Riggs, you and I know Jacoby Brissett can hold down the fort for a few games. Uh, oh, yeah. especially against these four teams. Are you ready, Reeks? Oh, yeah. Read them. Panthers, Jets, Steelers, Falcons. Those are the first four games of the season. Wow. I They're going to go three and one. <laughs> <laughs> that is wild. Oh, my God. Panthers' first game, though, is just comical. Uh, that's, that's great. Too bad it's not in Cleveland. Oh. The only thing that would have made it better. Could have finished his yard sale before playing, you know. <laughs> uh, reports are that he was trying to do the commercial, but I think they're just like, no, nah, we're not doing it with you anymore. Dicks. Wow. That's that's real shitty. Do what the people know. want. Those are great commercials. There's not, I mean, come on. Uh, but Panthers, Browns, week one. And then you got Seahawks, better than his Broncos, play week one. Yeah, true. So we got some like rematches coming up week one. So it's going to be pretty excited. I'm praying that it's six games because week six is against the Pats. And like we've been talking <laughs> about, Pats could use some easy wins. So I'd like to be facing Jacoby Percet and not Deshaun Watson. Uh, I don't know. Riggs, how do you feel about that? Hey, honestly, does he come back as necessarily a rookie? So we do well against Deshaun Watson week six. Week six just saying. <laughs> Hasn't played in a while. Uh, Bill's going to love knocking the rust off of him. So either way, I don't care. Good game. That's fair. Bill's got to have Jacoby's number though. He's got, he's got to have it. He literally has his cell phone number. Yeah, that's true. He probably does. (laughs) All right, boys. That's it for the Haynes brief. Rip him off. Probably confuses the name with the barbecue place down the street. Brisket. (laughs) Brissette. Remember when he texted yeah, the wrong Brian? Yeah, all right. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> this. <laughs> thank you, Ryan, for your Haynes briefs there. That was great. <laughs> uh, you want to know what we're laughing at? You got to watch YouTube. Just a tip, Bay Fantasy Football Podcast. Like and subscribe there. Don't miss a video. Check out our latest episodes. Breaking down divisions. So we're going to get into AFC West tonight and did bold predictions. We'll have more coming up. But uh, right now, Regan, your segment. Ah! 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 All right. That drop's still, that drop's still too long, but I still love it. So that's Same. fine. But uh, the Hurt Locker, what's going on? Who's in there? Uh, Welcome in, boys. Uh, So Nikhil Harry got his wishes granted, and so did every NFL fan. Patriots (laughs) fan, that is. Just a Patriot (laughs) fan. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Nikhil Harry has been traded to the Chicago Bears for a 2024 seventh-round draft pick. So Pats used a one, got a seven. Talk about a discount. Either way, just didn't pan out. He's been asking for this. 
Uh, Wait, yes. Uh, three touchdowns in his career, something like that. Yeah, a lot of blocks, though. A lot of down blocks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Really good at those. Popeye's <laughs> chicken sandwich away from becoming a tight end. Oh, wow. Hey, they should have tried it. We need one of those. Well, we did. <laughs> um, anything in that uh, on that one, Ryan? Or just good riddance? I know you're a Pats fan, so. <laughs> good, good riddance. Not only was his pride hurt, but. The we just we had an emotional roller coaster as Patriot fans over the uh, last three years and thinking about who we could have had at that first round pick. So uh now you know I'm feeling a little better. I'm feeling like that's been laid to rest and we're it's time to move on. Yep, I like it. I like it. Uh and then the last thing uh, I have here, not much obviously out of OTAs. Everything's really just starting up. So the only thing I saw today was Robert Tunyon questionable for game one versus the Vikings. He has been seen on the sidelines uh rehabbing. Um, obviously after his ACL uh, injury in the regular season. So something to keep an eye on. Uh, This is a guy that might be able to fall a little bit with this news, and I would be snagging him late, 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 like really late. But wouldn't mind taking that for uh, some extra um, targets, you know, with uh, Adams out. (laughs) Wow. All right. (laughs) Well, that (laughs) <laughs> you wouldn't mind taking it. That, that's what All I right. had. Cool. Cool, man. Cool, man. All right. Well, that really, uh, like I said, there's really not much news in the hair locker. Thank goodness. I hate talking mm. about this, <laughs> but that's what we got, boys. Uh, it will be full this season. Don't you worry. Yep. Thank you, Regan. <laughs> Let's get into our AFC West breakdown. Nobody knows what we're talking about. Perhaps play a game called Just a Tip. Just for a second. Just to see how it feels. All right. Uh, so first team on the dock, and Ryan will have you go first, but it's Denver Broncos, 7-10 and 10 last year, fourth in the AFC West, their biggest fantasy addition. They spent some money, spent some trade picks, trades and picks, rather, and got Russell Wilson, QB from Seattle. Uh, big playmaker here. Ryan, how does this help your guy out? Jerry Judy. Mm. I mean, I think it's still a big question mark. We don't really know. He's been in the news a lot this offseason, so hopefully he stays out of the news mm. moving forward. Uh, but ADP, 34. Overall, ranked 69. Nice. Nice. Has oh. not been fantasy viable to date. So finished as wide <laughs> Go ahead, Mac. He had one good game. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> He's had, he's had his moments. I mean, he yeah. certainly has shown that he has the talent to be mm-hmm. in the league. Uh, he, he ranked 45 uh, ranked forty five overall in 2020, 85 last year. Uh, and the biggest question, is it is it a lack of talent, which I don't think it is, or was it because of his quarterback play? Um, obviously, last year, ran into some injury issues, uh, had a real big first half in week one, and then went down with that ankle injury, and that kind of haunted him for the rest of the year. Missed seven games overall. Um, but in 2020, 113 targets, 52 catches. That to me alone says he's getting enough space to be targeted and his quarterback can't hit him. Mm. So he's creating that separation. He's getting open. Uh, and to me, I, I don't think it's a talent issue. I, I really don't. I expect a huge year from Jerry Judy if he stays healthy. Uh, Russell Wilson, obviously a huge upgrade this year. 
And we saw what Wilson could do with DK and Lockett. And there's no reason why Jerry Judy and another player to be named in the near future, um, <laughs> why they can't be the new DK and Lockett, honestly. So right now, Judy's a low-end wide receiver three for me. I think that's really good value. Um, I, I think if he slips a bit more, even better, because I think he's going to be a reliable flex play. I think he's going to get a, between 110, 120 targets at least. Hopefully he can he can stay healthy, uh, and but I'm I'm thinking right now at ADP thirty four for wide receiver six nine overall. Nice. That's that's some good value. Yeah, I like it. It is what it is. I like him as a think? flex. Yeah. Your flex your flex thought is I think that's like perfect. I w- I don't want him as my wide receiver too, but if I can have somebody with his potential in in my flex, uh, you can't beat that. So that's definitely the something you're trying to uh, look for in your draft. Yeah, ceilings ceilings probably wide receiver too, right? Oh, a- absolutely. Uh, that's what the whole concept. You that's what you want in a flex position. That's great. But I I mean I don't see his floor being a wide receiver floor four. I I just I don't. Um, I, I think his floor is probably where his ADP is right now. Mac, what do you think about that? I think it's going to be one of these wide receivers that get into. Just barely cracking the top twelve, but yeah, I I don't know. I I see the talent. I know you love Jerry Judy. I, I mean, if he's there, I'm not gonna force it. Like I'm not gonna be like, yes, I got him as my late my late target. I'm okay with passing on him. What wow. was his ADP at? Sixty nine overall. Diggity. Yeah. Nah. Nah. Wow. I might pass. Hmm. And I'll right. tell you why, because I think my guy is going to be the, the one that's going to be getting all the targets uh, from Minus. Russell Wilson. So Cortland Sutton, the other wide receiver, the best one on the team. <laughs> he has that big playability. Uh, he doesn't drop the ball like Jerry Judy does often. Uh, so last season he had, Bridgewater and Locke thrown in the ball. He was targeted 20-plus yards down the field 29 times during the season. That's seventh in the league. Regan, is Russell Wilson a bit more accurate than Bridgewater and Locke? If his finger is working, yes, it is. (laughs) All right. Yes, he is. (laughs) It's poor fingers. Uh, You'll get into (laughs) that. But uh, Cortland Sutton is in his second year after tearing his ACL. Cooper Cup was two seasons post his ACL tear. This guy. <laughs> oh my God, Mac. Hold on. Wilson just got traded this offseason to the Broncos. Stafford was traded to the Rams last season and he went off with Cup. Coincidence, if this happens to be right. Uh, wow. This should have been your bold prediction. No, it's nobody not. thought it's not. He's Cooper not gonna be... Cup would be wide receiver one last year. Nope. I'm just saying, not at all. Could be, could be. I yep. I will get to that. Uh, this is going to be the best QB that he played with, though. Besides the uh, the QBs that he's played, uh, let's see. Joe Flacco, Case Keenum. He has a huge opportunity here. So look back at his stats before the ACL tear. 
he had 13.8 points per game, but last season was 8.8. And I really think that's the quarterback problem. Like Ryan, you were saying with Jerry Judy, it's a wide, it's a not a wide receiver problem. It's the quarterback. So, and the play calling too. Nick Fangio, not, not a good offensive coach. So now they got Admiral Hackett in there. We'll see what they can do. Uh, so we've seen Cortland Sutton. He's reached the 1,100-yard mark with Flacco and Locke throwing to him. Last season, Cup was a fourth-round pick. Debo Samuel was a seventh-round pick. If you grab those guys there at that value, you probably won. You could have had both of them. I know I could have. I took Calvin Ridley instead. I remember Cup. that day. Yeah, yeah it sucked. <laughs> At least it and, wasn't Michael Thomas. Yeah, at least it wasn't Michael Thomas. Nope, never again. I did. So I'm not gonna. I'm not saying he's gonna be the one or the three wide receiver on the year, but his 26 wide receiver ranking in the fifth round, that value, I'm absolutely wanting to get him there with that potential, which I've seen. The big playmaker, the big plays. I want that. I mean, you're looking at the ADP around there. Are you going to go QB, Murray, or Burrow, or you go CH or Darnell Mooney? Nah, I'm going to take Cortland Sutton. What say? I you? might take Darnell Mooney, but <laughs> <laughs> no, I I love Cortland Sutton this year. My question to you, Mac, is why can't why can't both Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy find themselves in the top twenty next year? I mean, DK and Lockett did it consistently over the last two or three. They seasons. did. They were five and seven, but they were established already. This is the first year, and I just don't have that much faith in Judy. I'm sorry. He drops the ball. Why can't we be friends? <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so it came to mind. We're we're friends. We're friends. We just disagree on Jerry Judy. I'm, I meant <laughs> – never mind. Oh, God. Uh, All right. Friends Can I go now? That's it. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> yes, you can go. 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 Fine. Move. Uh, all righty, boys. Let's keep it up. So Russell Wilson is my guy here. And let me tell you guys a little fun fact. Russell Wilson was the first quarterback I won my first ever fantasy league with his oh. rookie season. I drafted him, and he was a stud. It was awesome. But needless to say, uh, right now in everybody's mind, Russell Wilson – when you think of him, is his injury last year. And has he come back? Is Has he done a full recovery? Or should we be nervous? Did they got rid of him for a reason? You know, obviously, I, I totally understand that concept. But did you guys know he led the NFL in passer yards attempt, passer rating, and passer rating from a clean pocket last year before the injury? Did you also know that he finished – uh, averaging 24 points a game in the last three games after his injury. I feel like we can put the injury behind him at this point. Uh, and because of this, well, and to add to this, is the actual weapons he has in Denver now. I feel like, obviously, they're definitely younger, but they're pretty much comparable to what he had in Seattle. Probably has a better run game now. Um the other thing is new coach, new defense. Uh, the defense is what he's always strived uh, like he, uh, opportunity is what he's always needed. So with Devers defense, Russ will be getting the ball way more than he was getting in Seattle with their boom legion being gone 
and just being a Pete Carroll go out there and do something offense. It was just a shit show. So I, I think he has everything going for him with this new team. And I'm actually pretty excited. Problem is his ADP at 86 QB 10 is pretty much exactly where he should be. He, I, I can't see him going up or down. If you want him, you can get him here and that's going to be it. So I, I'm happy with it. His Upside, I th- I feel like in the past you can uh, in comparison to last year. Forget about last year. Last year, obviously, he was hurt. Compare this season to his past couple seasons. He's going to be up there. QB ten is, I would think. I want to say it's going to be his floor, and uh, sky's the limit for him with this offense. Boys, you guys just talked about his wide receivers and who he's throwing to. Do you guys feel the same way? Uh, I like him, and who can't? Forget the uh, boom lesion back in Seattle. That was great. Great call back uh, there. Oh, whatever. <laughs> I, I, just a boom. I just <laughs> yeah. had to mess with you. Yeah, I'm I dyslexic. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. Uh, yeah, Russell Wilson. A lot of people are calling for him to be the QB one on the year. I yeah, don't see it. Yeah, I don't see it. But uh, QB five? Possibly. Possibly. I mean, if we I agree, we expect this division to be very competitive. Lots of passing, lots of scoring is going to have to happen at uh, the eighth round. If you want to go with the quarterback there, nothing wrong with that. Sorry. Yeah, no, I, I, I think you I think you make a good point uh, as far as like you don't really think about divisional matchups all that much. And this year, I think this has come up more so than in the past, but the AFC West, it's just going to be, these teams are just going to be chucking the ball around. Uh, It's probably going to be high scoring games, ton of fantasy points to go around, which is why, again, I think Judy and Sutton can both get it done for you. Um, But if you look at the NFC West, I mean, look at the the makeup of those teams. I mean, the Rams pre Matt Stafford, you know, they were a run-heavy team. They were a slow it down, chip at the clock, keep the game close kind of team for the most part. They did have their games where they were really big and, and whatnot and scored a lot of points. Right. 49ers have always been made up that way. Mediocre quarterback, run the ball, waste the clock, play good defense. Like These teams are built for that. Uh, so it, it wasn't as much of like the shootouts that you would get now in the AFC West. So we'll see what happens with this. I'm excited to see. Love it. Love it. Game management they were, and no longer will they need to be. I like it. That's what the, that's what the NFL has come to. It's score first, defend later. Mm, score Absolutely. often. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of scoring, Los Angeles Chargers, 9-8. and eight. How did this happen? Uh, 2021, the third in the AFC West. They grabbed, uh, in the draft, Isaiah Spiller, running back. And uh, Gerald Everett, tight end, is their veteran. Uh, those are some additions there. But Ryan, old reliable here. What do you got on him? Keenan Allen. I don't have a lot to say about him. Wide receiver 10 right now, overall 29. I don't know how I feel about that. I I, I would probably feel more comfortable if he dropped a little bit. Like, I still think he's going to be a top 15 wide receiver. I don't think much is going to change. I don't expect a huge drop off. 
Age 30 is always when you start to feel a little uncomfortable with players. You don't know if injuries are going to start creeping in. You don't know if talent is going to start to diminish. You don't know if they're going to slow down or whatnot. You know, obviously Mike Williams getting the, the big contract in the offseason. He's he's going to be used. They're going to utilize him. But they did last year, and Keenan Allen still finished as a, a wide receiver one. So I'm still confident he finishes in that top 15 range. I'm probably more comfortable picking him somewhere in the the late, <clears throat> mid to late third round. Uh, but when you're looking at guys like Mike Evans, T. Higgins, Kyle Pitts, I, I might be leaning in that direction. I mean, I, I don't know. What do you guys Ooh. think? How are you feeling about Keenan Allen this year? Even Kyle Pitts that early, huh? I think Kyle Pitts has a higher ceiling than Keenan Allen. I think you know yeah. what Allen's ceiling is, and that's what he has hit last year and in 2020. So, hmm. I got you. <laughs> I, I wouldn't, but uh, giving you guys a lot to think about here. Yeah, yeah, you know that's what these breakdowns do, though. They give you just like those little hints that you're just like, oh, I didn't think of that. Mm-hmm. I definitely would go those wide receivers, T. Higgins and Evans, before Allen because of the touchdown potential with them. Yes. We know Allen's not going to score more than seven touchdowns on the year. Oh, he never does. Correct. That might be exaggerating. But if <sighs> by consistent wide receiver two, I, I love him there. It's a PPR machine. Mm-hmm. He's a PPR machine. He's going to continue to be a PPR machine. Yeah, that's what we score off of, PPR points. In case you guys didn't know. <laughs> also draft them. <laughs> I would draft them. Uh, you got anything on Allen, Regan? Nope. I just got his counterpart yeah. next. If you want me to, oh yeah, kick it in. go go right ahead. Might as well, you know, kick up the the counterpart. We just did this with Denver, so Mike Williams, guys. Uh, speaking of inconsistent, uh, well, opposite of Allen, uh, this guy kills me, and I have never drafted him. Yet there's always something about him. He just, the guy just goes off, especially at the beginning of seasons. Um, was wide receiver two the first five games last year. And at this point, you know, Herbert's looking like a stud. Allen's getting older. I'm hoping just, you know, a couple targets head Mike way, uh, Mike, uh, sorry, Mike Williams way. Uh, they, his targets really fell off after week five and it just killed him. Uh, a lot of the uh, the fantasy points, too, he missed out on, though. He had 16 end zone targets and only brought in five. Mm-hmm. That was sixth overall in the NFL. So the guy was getting his targets. He just wasn't coming down with them. So if this guy is able to, you know, snag a couple extra targets from Allen, um, maybe he loses a step. I, that's just what happens in life. That's what happens here. Uh, somebody's got to get these red zone targets in the wide receiver uh, core, and we know it's not Keenan Allen. Um, so if he can ke- kept, yeah, catch a couple of them, steal a couple targets, and actually make him look like he deserves a three-year, $60 million extension, then, you know, this is your guy. He's going uh, – he finished last year wide receiver 23. Uh, he's wide receiver 22 this year, uh, according to Fantasy Pros ranking-wise. ADP is about 52. So the wide receivers around him, guys, Metcalf, Sutton, Cooper, Marquise Brown, that's some uh, some good neighbors right there. It's a, this is a pretty good group. I don't think you can really go wrong with any of them. I do think Mike Williams this year has a bit of upside with this offense. This offense is 
it's it's moving. They they got all their pieces. They worked on their defense this year. JC Jackson, I know they got from the Pats. Um, a couple other guys. So good for them. Mike Williams, I think I think this is the guy you want to go snag. Uh, trying to think of fifty two was that fourth round, third round. He's going pretty close to Keenan Allen. Isn't that kind of weird? What do you think, Ryan? Fifty two began the fifth round there. Yeah. He is, especially in PPR formats. I mean, they hang around each other. I, Riggs, I think your I think your uh, your rankings from last year are a little off. Uh, Mike Allen's I, Mike That's Williams actually finished as wide receiver twelve oh. last year what? Uh, in PPR formats and mm-hmm. wide receiver nine in standard formats, and Keenan <laughs> Allen was wide receiver eleven in PPR formats. Wow. So it, they are they are neck and neck. And that was I I, I had a follow up question for you guys and Riggs. I'll send this to you. Is is who do you think is the higher ranking receiver this year? Is it going to be Mike Williams or is it going to be Keenan Allen in PPR? So, yes. All right. So yeah, th- thanks for correcting me. That's a, that's a huge uh, update. I think obviously I think it's a no brainer uh, drafting wise. It's Mike Williams at the value compared. You're going to get him a round or two later. Why not take the shot at somebody that's going to be comparable? You're drafting them right around the same time. They're landing in the same spot last year. Uh, no brainer. Uh, go go for the better value in the draft. Yeah, if he can stay consistent, uh, I'm all about him. I I expect uh, Eckler not to score 20 touchdowns this year as well. So, uh, <laughs> right, more more opportunity for Mike Williams there, uh, for sure. Uh, and a third year, third year with uh, the quarterback. So uh, they should just go up. They're already hitting at the ceiling. So. Uh, we'll see as an offense, but uh, I like it. I'd be happy with either one of those wide receivers, honestly. Same. Definitely. Uh, anything else on him, Ryan? Nope. No, I'm good. All right. Uh, as we mentioned, or I mentioned, the quarterback here, Mr. Big Herb, Justin Herbert. Uh, you did, did something wrong, Ryan. You gave me... Herbert, so I'm gonna have fun with this one. This is where I spent all my research on it. <laughs> this so <is> not good. <laughs> Justin not Herbert, good. QB for the Chargers. He is Kuman for the West. <sighs> Currently third QB behind Mahomes and Allen with his uh 37th overall ADP. Uh too soon for my style on drafting, but say you're into that sort of thing. Uh, and you want to savory that big boom QB play. I need the cricket drop. Continue on. Continue on. <laughs> All right. So over 50% uh, of the time, he throws 300-plus yards since the start of the season. The uh, start of his career, excuse me. Uh, he tied Brady with nine games over 300 yards passing last season. Uh, that would be first. So, uh, but I don't want to make a big deal about it. The Chargers, they have a stacked offense. Uh, he is an elite quarterback. He really knows now knows how to fennel the ball to the playmakers. This is a lot. It's a lot. I feel like I, <laughs> I thought I'd be going people quicker. People can't see the docs, but or the doc, but this is like a freaking game of Mad Libs over here. <laughs> 
<laughs> verb, adjective. All what right. are we talking about? Get through this with a straight face now. Uh, so he can make the deep throws. He can run the ball when he needs to. Or he make a simple Sherville pass. Sherville. Nice. <laughs> all right. All I'm saying Worst is – all I'm saying that was a bit of a stretch. All I'm saying is he's definitely not a vanilla QB. So third in points per game, 22.7. Also tying Josh Allen and Brady with the top most QB five finishes last year. He was the second QB uh, finisher and third overall score last year behind Allen and Cooper cup, obviously. So, uh, but again, I don't want to get uh, Carl Wade with his phenomenal ability uh, and spend a fourth round pick on him. Uh, and I don't want to borage you with more stats. So I'll finish with this. It's a competitive division. Coach likes to go for it on fourth down a ton. So I love more opportunities for him. Uh, he has a wasabi like schedule. It's very spicy to start out with. Las Vegas, Kansas City, Jacksonville, and Houston. Uh, So I like that schedule a lot. And that was 10 herb puns in that entire breakdown. Thank you. Well done. You guys have anything to add? I don't think you can add to that. pepper? (laughs) No. No. No more. No more puns, I can't parsley. I can't think of anything. Oh, Oh, my God. Yes. (laughs) You guys are cut off. That's it, man. That's it. You guys have reached uh, your pun quota for the entire year in one episode. You're welcome, America. All right. Las Vegas Raiders, 10 and 7 in 2021. Second in the AFC West, somehow, some way. Uh, they got some additions. The veterans, wide receiver Devontae Adams, pretty big one. Brandon Bolden, another veteran, not so big. And seriously, put this out. <laughs> Jarrett Stidham, backup QB. That yeah, probably won't steady. make the roster. Uh, all right. Rookies, Amir White, running back, and uh, Britain Brown. Britain. Is that how you okay. say it? Britain. I believe it's Britain. Britain. I don't know. Try anyway, UCLA. Nailed it. Thank you. I finished. I was able to pronounce that one. All right, Ryan, who do you got? Ah, uh, yes. My boy, I've been dying to talk about him for weeks now. Josh Jacobs, ADP right now is running back 17, overall running back 30. I mean, overall 38. Uh, he was running back 12 in 2021, running back 8 in 2020, and running back 21 in 2019 where he missed three games. So my problem is that Josh Jacobs has this stigma of being a one-dimensional back. He has improved year after year in the passing game. His targets have gone up. His receptions have gone up. He had 54 receptions last year. And yes, I understand that Darren Waller was out. Kenyon Drake was out. I get it. I don't know if I necessarily see him getting 50 receptions, but in 2019, he had 20 receptions. I certainly see him having more than that. So you got a new coaching regime in here. Uh, a passing game that poses a more significant threat. So this should open up some more holes for Jacobs. It should increase his red zone opportunities. They had limited threats 
in the passing game over the last few years. It was Darren Waller, and then last year, obviously, Hunter Renfro uh, arrived to the scene. Outside of that, you're talking like Zay Jones and some of these and some of these other guys, Brian Edwards. You have the 30th ranked offensive line according to Pro Football Focus. <clears throat> And that's your receiving room. Obviously, Josh Jacobs is not going to get the yards per carry that you expect him to get. Obviously, he's not going to find big holes for big gains. It's just not going to happen. But if you're talking about this one-dimensional back, like he has been a running back one with phenomenal rushing stats. I think 2019, 1,100 yards, 9 or 10 touchdowns, something along those lines. And then last year, mainly in the passing game, only had 870 yards, still finishes in that running back one territory. So if you, this is what I'm, I'm going to hammer this home here. If he matches his career best totals in both the rushing and receiving game, he would be the running back five. And that's based on last year's stats. If he matches his worst uh, career numbers in both categories, he'd be a running back 22. That's his floor. Mathematically, that is his floor. He's running back 17. He's he's one of those players, and this is what you have to look for come draft time. He's going to exceed his ADP barring injury. He's going to. If you know someone's going to exceed their ADP, draft them there. And if you wait on it a little bit and you get them a little bit later, even better because this guy is going to be in that running back one territory. He's going to be. And that's all I have to say about that. Ryan. I know Reeks loves him because he picked him. I did, dude. You talked me into this like months <laughs> ago. I feel like last year because I just wouldn't draft him. I Honestly, I, I drafted Drake last year because remember I was like, oh, he's talking about playing the slot. And mm-hmm. he did not. Uh, Jacobs did it again. And you're right, dude. His ADP always, always like is just against him. It, well, it's good for us, but against him because he always outshines his ADP. So I'm no brainer on this guy. I love it. Mm. You already talked no me re- into it. No respect on his name at all. No. Yeah. Uh, he has gone to the coaching office though and said, "Hey, get the other guys some more work." So he might not have <laughs> so much volume. Uh, Quite. But yeah, I'm looking looking forward to uh, the field opening up for him. Mm. How many receiving yards? What was that stat that you were talking about? 54 reception, uh, 54 receptions last year and 870 or so rushing yards. He had, let me look up his receiving yards. I think it was somewhere Uh, in the 300 or something, 300, 400. Yeah. Yeah. 350. But I mean, listen, listen to this, Mac. He had 20 receptions in 2019, 33 in 2020 and 54 in 21. Mm -hmm. Keep going up. And with Josh McDaniels there as their new coach, I can see him getting some more passing work out of the backfield uh, like he did in college. So, yeah, I like it. Draft him. Draft him as ADP. Uh, You want to go next, Regan, or myself? Fuck it. Sure. Okay. Uh, Darren, for my question, you know, it's just this position. (laughs) This position, guys, kills me. The tight end position. Darren Waller Mm -hmm. is the guy I'm talking about. Uh, the tight end fantasy position is the worst in the ever, ever. It's, I'd rather draft a kicker than a tight end. A lot easier. Wow, wow, it's so tough. 
this guy. So he finished, I believe, last year uh, tight end nineteen. Obviously, injuries were a big concern there. He went uh, last year. He was three. The year before, he was two ranked wise, uh, which is awesome. This is where this guy's been. The red flags, obviously, this his injury, of course, and Devontae Adams, and a new head coach. So a, a lot has changed. I think the head coach obviously is going to help him. We saw what what's his name did with Gronk and so on. We'll not name other names that might be uh, not here now. But anyways, uh, the tight ends will get used in this offense. It's going to be great. Devontae Adams is going to get his work. Ugh, needless to say. Uh, last year, guys, Darren Waller, projection-wise. So this is a little hard to understand, but I'm going to say it anyways. Last year, his projections ranked him in the top 20, 20th in wide receivers and tight ends. Mm -hmm. So, yes, he did not get these points. Most of the time, he was either injured or just didn't pan out. But he was projected in the top 20 every single week uh, out of tight ends and wide receivers. I am fine with that at a tight end position when you're telling me he could possibly outscore uh, a top 20 wide receiver. Actually, not even. It's got to be. You know, you're taking the top five tight ends out, so it's the top 15. So if you really think about it, he is the upper echelon of uh, a fantasy performer. It's very simple to see. This is what the NFL and all fantasy analysis think of him. He is a top 20 guy every single week. And the fact that this offense now has a stud in Devontae Adams who's going to open up the field for him, he's going to open up a lot of slant routes, he's going to open up red zone opportunities. Yes, some will get taken. That's that's just how how it works. But he is gonna he's gonna have a lot more opportunities as long as Derek Carr still sticks with him. And I don't see any reason why he should not. Um Waller is now coming up on his uh, he has two more years on his contract, and I could really, after a season like last year, usually that really like hurts somebody in general, whether it's me them getting the money or them just like thinking they're better and not getting the, the respect that they deserve. So this year, I could really picture Waller going into this season playing like it's his last year on his contract. And we all know what the – because obviously I said there's two years on his contract – we all know the last year on an NFL contract is a joke. Everyone everyone left and right is holding out or asking for trades or something stupid. So I feel like Waller's really going to take it to heart this year, get his name back up on the map, get back into those top five tight ends like he was the past two years before uh, 2021 and uh, back into the top five. He is going, I believe, as the tight end five right now. I, th- I believe that's correct, uh, uh, according to Fantasy Pros. Uh, ADP around 50. So, that, guys, that's like the fourth round. He's normally going in the second and third round the past couple of years. I am ecstatic at getting him a little bit later. Uh, it feels a little bit better getting a tight end not in those top three rounds because that's what kills me every single year. That's why i rather just draft a kicker in you know, 16th. But anyways, guys, what do you guys think of Darren Waller? Does he come back uh, – into the top five, simple enough. I, I think it's a no brainer. No. Nope. Wow. Yeah, I I think it's gonna be a pass happy offense. Old. And oh, I, he's a receiver, by the way. I don't know if you knew that. Oh, is he a receiver? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's tight end, and Devonte Adams demands 160 targets. Hunter Renfro 
Josh McDaniels like little white slot receivers, so he's going to throw him the ball a lot. I think Waller is going to be taking the most uh, deficit on targets, the biggest hit uh, this year. It's unfortunate. I just don't – I mean, in the last of the fourth round, I'm seeing 44th overall, but, yeah, tight end five. I'm okay with taking him there, but I just – he needs to have double digit targets and I don't think he's going to get that consistently. Uh, we talked about it before. I think he was getting just under nine targets per game and I can see that decreasing by two or three. And I just don't think he's going to produce his value to be a top five tight end. It's a good argument. Ryan. Thinking about tight ends. Yeah. Kelsey Andrews. Hawkinson, Pitts, Hawkinson. You got you got Schultz that's going to be heavily involved in that Dallas offense, and you got my boy Pat Fryermuth from my bold predictions be getting into the top five. So yeah, there's no room. This guy, George Kittle, George Kittle. Who (laughs) who forgot about him? Oh, I didn't. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Uh, needless to say, guys. I'll go ahead, Ryan. Go ahead, Reeves. I'm done. I give made my point. I, honestly, I, like well, I literally sound like a broken record. The top eight tight ends is where you want to be. If I can go grab this guy in the top, you know, fourth round, fifth round, and have uh have him throughout the season, his ceiling is still really high. I took Mac great points, really, really good points, honestly. Um, I just I don't okay. see him not getting uh especially red zone work, but just getting some uh, midfield work. I, I think it's just going to work out for them. Yeah. I think they're going to – they have so many weapons, they, they're going to use them. I feel like this offense is going to skyrocket it, itself. Um, not saying oh, I, there's, there's going to be 100 targets for all three, you know, the two wide receivers in Waller, but it's going to be close. Mm-hmm. I mean, in 2019, he was uh, third tight end on the year, and he only scored three touchdowns. So his bread, and, his bread and butter is the receptions and the yards, the big yard plays and stuff. Uh, those healthy years, he had just under 1,200 yards and 90 receptions and 107 receptions. I just I don't think he's going to break 80 receptions by much. What number you got him at? We'll make a bet right now. I'm just thinking, you know, oh, defenses whoa, whoa, had whoa. to cover Waller. Now they got to cover Devontae Adams. Which Hunter Renfro got the extension. He is there. He is, deserves his targets. They are going to use him. As you said, they love the uh, the slot receiver in this offense. Uh, well, I just see Waller getting it. He's going to be open. He's huge. He, yeah. Prepared yeah. secondary. <laughs> I just, I just think he needs the the volume play, and I just don't think he's going to get enough of it. What, okay, what do you want to bet? What do you want to bet? Oh no, no, I wanted you to establish what you think he should be in. We don't have to do it right now. We'll he, do a little side bet or something. Top tight, top ten, top tight, tight, <laughs> top, ten, top tight ten. I said top five. All right, he's not going to break I'll, top five. I think yeah. over under eighty receptions is a good a good mark, Mac. I think that's that's yeah. all, that's on point. So I'll say seventy eight receptions somewhere around there. I think over eighty. I think he's over eighty. Okay. I think I think 
<laughs> yeah, I'm not super high on him this yep. year. I'm not super high, but I mean, the Raiders threw 628 times last year, and that's probably yeah. going to go up. It's probably going to, and I was doing some research. The average right now for passing attempts with the additional game and the way the league is right now, it's just under 600. So reaching 600 passing attempts isn't much. Uh, boy, Jesus, I mean, the Jets threw 600 times last year. I mean, they did. <laughs> Fucking Mike White. Man. I threw it away. <laughs> throw it away a lot. All right. Yeah. Uh, Let's keep it moving. The reason, yeah, the reason I think he's decreasing. Uh, Devontae Adams, new team. You, you know, you know Devontae Adams. Uh, we oh. just missed him in the Scott Fish Bowl draft. So some oh. Packer fan took him. Shout out to Chris there. Uh, top three finishes in the last four seasons. Uh, he's reunited with Derek Carr, who hasn't been a top 12 QB since 2016. Boys, will this be his year? Yes. I think so. <laughs> uh, so the team, new coach, Josh McDaniels, getting in there, getting his second turn as a head coach or third turn, whatever it is. And, yeah, wasn't he St. Louis Rams and then – Denver Broncos. I can't remember. Anyway, is it their Rams? or was he just an OC there? Doesn't matter. Yeah, they signed Adams in the offseason. The offense has been struggling. 19th in red zone, 21st in touchdowns, uh, middle of the pack in the passing touchdowns. So Adams, he's going to fix that. Uh, that dominant red zone threat. I just, I don't think we already talked about Waller. I think he's going to get the decrease in targets. I think it's going to be Adams and Renfro and Josh Jacobs because McDaniels likes his running backs. So Josh McDaniels was also the OC with the Pats in 2007, where we saw Randy Moss destroy everybody. Record-setting year. I Devontae Adams has as much chance to become the wide receiver one as Cup, Jefferson, Chase, and Diggs, and his ADP is 10th overall. I didn't write it down, but I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Uh, and I, I could easily see him be the wide receiver one again. And that's just the type of player he is. He's uncoverable. So wide receiver six. Wide receiver six. Wow. Who's above? Oh, oh that's standard. Oh, God. Okay, Why does it keep uh, switching? I don't know. Fantasy oh, pros, what's your problem? He's actually wide receiver four. Yeah. Okay. No, yeah. that's right. Diggs, Diggs is behind him. So he's in the top yeah, one five. spot. Yeah. And he's top 10 overall. He's the 10 top 10 overall right. ranked player. Yeah. That's right. Oh, so, that's you. Yeah, you're going to take him in the first round. Don't overthink it. He's a, he's a playmaker. So, and moving on. Yeah, let's do so it. Last team, the yeah. guy's a stud. Draft him. Don't yeah. be dumb. <laughs> yeah, draft him. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs, who were somehow first in the AFC West again. Uh, when would their luck run out? It has to be this year. Might be Twelve and five. <laughs> Twelve and five. Uh, rookies. They got Sky Moore and Justin Ross, uh, wide receivers there. Then they got veteran wide receivers: Juju Smith-Schuster, Marquez Valdez-Scantling. MVS and uh, Ronald Jones, they're running back. So do uh, Ryan, you want to go first? I know you love this guy. 
yeah, I do love Juju <laughs> yeah. Smith Schuster this year. I am uh, I'm on board with him, man. I, I mean, like we've talked about in the past, he doesn't have a ton of competition. He does have Travis Kelsey, but outside of that, MVS doesn't really scare me. Sky Moore rookie doesn't scare me. They're oh, going to throw the ball Slater. a million times. They they have Ceh Ronald Jones. They threw the ball 675 times this year. That's probably going to go up given the amount of talent that's around this division. Like we talked about, he's right now wide receiver 33 overall 79. So like mid to late seventh round. Uh, and these are the guys who finished around wide receiver 30 last year: Jacoby Myers, Kendrick Bourne, Devontae Smith, Tyler Boyd, Marvin Jones. I think he's already above all of those guys. Uh, and again, we just talked about it. If you know a guy is probably going to exceed their ADP, good guys to pick in that spot. Uh, in his two best seasons, the bulk of his targets have come on first and 10 with no, up play, no play action. He's a quick release, short to intermediate yardage player, target machine. He's exactly what Mahomes needs this year. Uh, they have a lackluster pass rushing attack. So he's the kind of guy that you're going to throw the ball to on first down to pick up four, five, six, seven, eight yards. Uh, that's that's where I see him. So he finished as wide receiver eight in 2018, wide receiver 16 in 2020, had 166 targets in 2018 and 128 in 2020. A lot of injuries last year, but this team looks very familiar to those rosters that he was on in 2018 and 2020, which is a team that's going to pass a shit ton, doesn't have a lot of a lot of competition in the receiving game, and a lackluster rush, rushing attack. So, I am so high on Juju this year at his ADP, seventh round, eighth round, gold. Oh, absolutely. I just don't know if he is right, like physically. Is he going to make it a whole season? Is he going to be able to get that separation? Uh, but in the seventh round, yeah, you, you're going to take that shot on that potential that you just laid out for him. So I'm fine with that. Yeah, Mac, on that, I'm going to lean to him being ready. I think he, he's got a one-year deal, right? And he needs to find a home or find a new home or or meaning find a place in Kansas city or go somewhere where he'll be used and make some money. So I think he has to be ready this year. Um, And I'm definitely taking him late. What's that? I just, I just don't know if they think he's ready yet because you look at what their picks are two wide receivers and then getting in MVS and paying him more money. Plus Juju. I just, they're throwing out a lot of hooks trying to reel in something. So to MVS is a different type of player. Absolutely. MVS is a different type of player. Absolutely. Sky Moore is your is your future slot guy. And mm-hmm. uh and you still you got know, Nicole right Hardman. One year. You still got yep. Nicole Harmon there. Uh that everybody is sleeping on, who's been installed in that offense. And I I just it's a lot in this pool. So it's gonna be interesting to but if you had to play place money on it it would be juju absolutely i just want to see him play in the preseason fair and but he's not your and he's not your big play guy hardman's your big play Mm -hmm. guy no mvs is your big play guy Mm -hmm. juju i don't think he had any catches over 25 yards last year or the 30 the year before or something like that he he doesn't get these big plays um so 
yeah, I, I think all of these guys get involved in different ways, and I think Juju is really involved himself. So, well, hopefully he's healthy. We'll see how it plays out. Yeah, Hardman's definitely taking over the Hill role, and Juju's going to be their first option, like you were saying. It's just how it's going to go. So I believe he'll be the wide receiver one here. Hardman becomes the, the boom player, the speed player. He's the fastest guy on their team right now. And we have to realize that Kansas City, they're a homegrown team. All their guys are pretty much drafted by them. Uh, so don't get nervous on these wide receivers that they're taking, at least not this year. Uh, some of these guys could really come into, uh, you know, in the future. Yeah, right. Looking back at his yards per catch and stuff, I can't put much stock into it because the Steelers were so bad. They had to pass the ball so quick. <laughs> he, you can only run <laughs> 10, 10 yards before that ball is coming towards you. He, he's not that mm-hmm. fast. So. Uh, yeah, eight yards per catch isn't good. So, <laughs> but yeah, definitely see that increasing. I'm rooting for him. He's only 25. So I, I just am wondering if he has lost a step, but we'll see. Uh, speaking of losing <laughs> from the <laughs> top to the bottom, <laughs> CH here, Regan, tell me something good about him, dude. The fantasy football hype killed us on this one, Mac. I know you and I were all about this a few years ago. Mm-hmm. And Poor it, Jared. I remember Dr- <laughs> oh, Jared yeah. taking him 101 instead of Jonathan Taylor. Oh, Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. Oh, that's just hurts. I know I took him in a first round of one league. Uh, it was late, though, not 101. Uh, needless to say, ouch, this one hurts. But still on a good team, you, you, you see the value. <laughs> <laughs> this is what killed us, uh, you know, originally. He's on an off, awesome offense. They just um, dropped a couple running backs. They're free agents right now. Obviously, they could come back, but they did grab Ronald Jones from Tampa Bay. So it's really Clyde Edwards-Alaire, Ronald Jones um, carrying the bulk of the uh, – have, having the bulk of the carries. Uh, Andy Reid did come out saying that he definitely is going to flip up this offense and possibly have Clyde even in slot at times. Uh, we know we know the news like I talked about with Drake. That didn't happen. It did not come to fruition, but you never know. Um, but it's good to know that Clyde's on Andy, uh, Andy Reid's mind and he's going to get him the ball. You know, he, he's just been – it's been gross. After He had – uh, only played 10 games last year due to an injury. Like the guy just hasn't had a, a an easy road. His ADP right now is 78. That's the sixth or seventh round. That's the running back 28. I'm fine with taking a shot sixth, seventh round. I, I kind of want him to fall a little bit more. Uh, his floor is really low, guys. It's really low. They they probably got to bring back McKinnon if he doesn't have a place yet. They so, did. Yep, so there we go. So we got those three guys already. I feel like it's just going to be – they just don't use that backfield as much as – or the way they, they should compared to their receivers. So I'm staying away from him. I just – I feel like there's better options out there, especially for, like, my third running back. If you want to take a shot on him, make sure it's not to, like, the seventh or eighth round, please. <laughs> Do you guys feel any way different than me? That's probably the earliest I'll take him as a seventh round after the running back dead zone. But last year he, he did well starting out and he did get sick. He lost like 10 pounds. Did he have some sort of surgery or something too? 
Don't last year, some sort of like maintenance surgery. I got to look that mm-hmm. up. But uh, yeah, losing 10 pounds in a week, it, it was hard to recover from. So uh, I'm looking for a bounce back year, but it's not going to be a consistent play at running back at all, especially if Ronald Jones there. Ryan? Yeah, I mean, I, 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 my fear for, for this uh, rushing attack, this this room, is that it just becomes like another version of the Bills. And CEH is just another Devin Singletary. And uh, <laughs> I'm not I'm not really excited for him. He does have a really low floor, like you're saying. Just like Devin Singletary has got a really low floor, which is healthy scratch. Um, so uh, his ADP is fine. He as a, as a third running back in the team, as a depth piece, I'm cool with that. Uh, just definitely don't find yourself reaching for CEH if you need a running back. Even if you are you have the zero running back model and you're desperately in need of one, there are other guys you can take in that area. Chase Edmonds, for example, who I'd rather kind of take a chance on. He had his gallbladder removed, so never mind. He can oh. bounce back. That was after the season, like right after. Oh, so. all right. Forget Still it. Sucks. <laughs> but he he was having a problem mid season. I think that's why it was, and he wanted to get the surgery after the season. But nobody knew about it. So, uh, all right. So last guy, it. yeah, MVS. We already touched about him a bit. Three year deal, thirty six million dollars. Uh, he's <laughs> the yard sale replacement for Tyree Kill. Um, not much stats to go off of. But he only has like thirty six receptions as his high. But coming from Green Bay, you're shadowed by Robert Tunyon's outstanding year, Devontae Adams, uh, and Aaron Jones. It's hard to get some playing time. So limited opportunity, but check this out. His yards per catch has never been lower than 16. So he is that burner. Hopefully he breaks coverage and Mahomes throws it deep to him. We know how much these guys both like going deep. Uh, it's the right formula in Andy Reid's offense. So uh, don't look at his stats, though. <laughs> They're gross. He, he's never higher ranking, never had a higher ranking than 56. Look at that, Ryan. Uh, nice. But he's that potential tall burner. And ADP round is like 11 and 12. I mean, you can take a shot on him. That's fine. Say you miss out on Juju. All right, fine. I'll come back around in round 12. I'm taking him as my sixth receiver, seventh receiver to be on the bench and filling on bye weeks just to see how things shake out. You know, like I said, yard sale, you get something cheap there. Uh, You don't know if it works. You ask if you can plug it in and they're like, nope, you got to pay five bucks for it and find out later. That's exactly what MVS is. He's, I don't know, the fan that you're not sure that works. You got to plug it in when you get home. <laughs> so are you guys? <laughs> it must have been hot that day. You were talking about uh, this. I, I saw a fan over the corner. That's what came to mind. Uh, so, uh, yeah, 12th round, you taking a chance on him? I mean, you're sure. shooting shots here. The dark throws at this point. I feel like he's going to be the Will Fuller of Kansas City. Ooh. That's, that would be a ceiling. That would be great. Like, that would yeah. Be yeah, but not the, not the consistent, you know, not the consistency you want. Uh, it's just going to be a couple boom streaky. games. Yeah. That's what that's, Kansas City always produces. 
boom players, boom game, uh, boom plays. Uh, mm. I'm all set. I will definitely take a shot. I'm fine with, hey, the matchup looks good. I'll play him this week, but he's going to be necessarily a bench streamer for me. Mm. DFS lineups. Yeah, that's about it. All right, boys. Uh, if you guys want to, you can follow us. We're going to rank the division here before we get to our leftovers. But follow us. Just a tip. FFP. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. We much appreciate it. TikTok. And uh, download the episode if you're listening on Apple and Spotify. You can rate us and review there. That'd be great. Send us your questions. Comment on the uh, YouTube video. Just a tip of Fancy Football Podcast. All right, boys, let's rank the division here. Uh, I could literally flip-flop these, so it really doesn't matter because it's going to change before the season kicks off. But I'm going right now, and then I'll clip this later if I'm right. Chargers, uh, Las Vegas, Kansas City, then Denver. Ryan, who do you got? I'm going KC, Denver, Chargers, Raiders. A little different than you there. Yeah, we all well, we all pretty much have different. So I got Chargers, Raiders, Denver, Kansas City. Wow. Finally going low. Last. I can't last. do it, guys. I can't. I watched Tom Brady. Oh, I can. I with too many divisions year in and year out. I think Pat mm-hmm. Mahomes is the same guy, regardless of his of his co- of the players around him. I still yeah. think he's going to win the division every year. Oh, okay, but Brady was not going against top tier. Wide receivers and quarterbacks here, and Russell Wilson and Justin Herbert. Come on, he was playing against Miami and Jets in the divisional <laughs> matchups, but he also had the toughest schedule year in and year out uh, outside of the division. Have, uh, have you sure. seen Kansas City's schedule? Not the best. It's pretty rough. Just saying. Look at uh, it. Yeah, twelve, 12 wins match. 12 wins. Oof. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Would that be Kansas five, City with 12? Five years in the row in a row winning the division. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. I think they're gonna win the division every year for like 12 years, 13 years. Like that's how <laughs> I feel about the Chiefs. Yeah. Man, but. Denver's gonna be so sauced. <laughs> <laughs> Hope they don't right. uh leftover guys. You guys got anything? Ooh, I got one. Yeah, go right ahead. So we were, when were we talking about? Oh, I think it was our personal text message. We were talking about Matthew Stafford uh, in his injury about an elbow and stuff like that and so on. Did you know that he went on vacation and almost lost his arm? <laughs> really? All due to a poisoning dart frog. Him and his buddy were up on the cliff. And were, Say that again? Hold on. Poison dart frog. Poison dart frog. What? Yeah, yeah. him and his buddy are sitting on a cliff, and the guide heard them talking about a red frog that he was like going to touch. And the guide freaked out and told him not to pick it up. He's like, "We might have had to cut your arm off out here if you touch that." Oh my god! So could have been no Super Bowl. (laughs) Just saying. Actually, I don't know when that happened. If that happened now or before last season, but still. Oh wow. That's that's insane. I uh, maybe karma though. Watching that woman break his back, break her back, and just walking away (laughs) at the parade. (laughs) Ooh, that did happen. Uh, I was in Costa Rica once, and I saw it was was in Costa Rica. Oh, 
dude, anything bright red, run away. Like, don't, yeah. don't, don't mess with. Uh, <laughs> trying to get the music going. Uh, this thing was so fast. I look over and I'm like, hey, check out this spider. I look back and it's gone. I'm like, what the hell? It was another 10 feet beyond me on the other side. I'm like, holy cow. Like, <laughs> check your bags. What? Make sure nothing, not laying any eggs or anything. <laughs> like, get out of here. <laughs> I am not <laughs> going there. Nah, it's, it's a great place, but oof, that's that scary. I go to Aruba. Safe. Comfortable. Safer. <laughs> nice breeze. Uh, Ryan, anything for the leftovers? <laughs> Uh, Regan names animals. <laughs> no, no, I think I'm good. I now I've learned that you know, stay away from things that are red in Costa Rica. I didn't yeah, realize that. Anything bright. I'll just use that as a general rule of thumb moving forward. Mm-hmm. Bright things, dash. Bright things. Uh, this past weekend, I went to Polo down in Newport. And it was probably the whitest thing I've ever done. Nice, <laughs> fun time though. Good Sundress you, season, love it. How you doing? <laughs> yeah, so I said to your mom when she was there. Well, Dak, here's the deal. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence.